0: On this episode of Prodigy Simply Fit Podcast, I sit down with Jill Nudy, a pharmacist with Custom Care Compounding in San Ramon, and we discuss all things hormones and vitamins to make sure that your body is functioning at its optimal levels. So sit back and enjoy this episode of Prodigy's Simply Fit. You are listening to Prodigy's Simply Fit Podcast. A podcast created for those who are not interested in working out to be better at working out. Instead, they simply want to get fit so they can do the things that they love to do. My name is Andrew Hamill, and I'm the founder and CEO of Prodigy Fitness in Pleasanton, California, where we simplify fitness for busy adults looking to invest in their health, crush their fitness goals, and live their best life. So join me weekly as I tackle all things fitness to give you the tools you need to be simply fit. All right, everybody, welcome to this episode of Prodigy Simply Fit Podcast. I am your host, Andrew Hamill, and today I am joined by Jill Nudy, who is a pharmacist. Um, I'll let her explain her official title and certifications, uh, because that's out of my pay grade, but (laughs) she is a a pharmacist with Custom Care Compounding up in San Ramon. Um, I've known Jill for probably about a year now. Uh, We actually did some presentations together um, regarding Hormones and fitness, and and you know, kind of becoming your best self and whatnot. Um, and I figured it was a great opportunity to bring Jill back on and talk about um, hormones because they play a vital role in overall health and wellness, mental health, fitness, things like that. Um, but I think it's often something that we don't think about, and so I wanted to kind of bring light to it a little bit. Um, so, Jill, thank you so much for joining me. Um, and if you don't mind, if you could take a, a few seconds to kind of just. Explain, you know, kind of talk about your, your qualifications and how long you've been doing this, and then a little bit about custom care.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I can talk about hormones all day <laughs> long. So I'm super excited to get out there and get that information out to people that maybe don't know or aren't comfortable with it. But my name is Jill Newty. I am a pharmacist at Custom Care Compounding, have been there for 22 years, um, and have been a pharmacist.
0: For thirty-two. Um, so it's, uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, this is this is as you guys are listening to this right now. Jasper. There you go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mute her real quick. So this, yeah, you guys are listening to this right now, we are uh, recording and and we are in the middle of a pandemic. Um, and so we're doing this from home. So, um, if you're watching this on on YouTube, you just saw that uh, Jill snuck away to uh, to go uh, quiet her dog real quick. Here she goes. She's back. So let me unmute Jill real quick. Oh, hold on, I got You got to unmute yourself there, Jill.
1: <laughs> I didn't. I didn't there realize. You I'm muted. <laughs> I did. There we go. Okay. Am I? Are we good?
0: We're good. Yep. Keep going. You're good. <laughs>
1: So yeah, I, it's hard to believe I've been a pharmacist for that long. I don't know. Okay. Hang on. He's going to stop. Gonna, <laughs> okay. okay. He's good. Um, and I, it doesn't feel like it's been that long. It's been quite a journey because I've done. All right. Let me go see if I can um, get him. Hang on just a second.
0: All right. Hold on guys. We're having technical difficulties here. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, and no, I'll keep talking a little bit. Keep the, uh, oh, there she goes. She's coming back. All right. Here we go. Uh, there we I, I go. don't
1: know. It's <laughs> funny. I don't work from home. I have to go into work every day. So I'm not familiar with all of the things that can happen. At home.
0: <laughs> and I'm sure, I'm sure before we hit record, he was absolutely quiet and didn't absolutely.
1: do it. <laughs> he was asleep down on the couch because I made sure we took him on a nice long walk this morning. So he was exhausted and I don't know where it's coming from. Yeah. Anyway. So the pharmacy started off as a regular um, pharmacy, just doing regular prescriptions, um, meaning the ones that are made by drug companies, you know, your amoxicillins and your blood pressure and stuff like that. And at a certain point, we became what they call a hybrid, which means we do that. Plus, we do compounding. And compounding is making um, specific products for a specific patient and their specific need without you know, maybe the fillers and the additives and the colors and things like that, that they don't need. We do um, a lot of pet prescriptions. And we found that one of those niches that we are able to fill is um, compounding for men and women, because there's not, there's not as many options for hormones out there that we'd like to think. Um, You know, we all have heard all of the stories about Premarin and how they obtain it and where it comes from and why women don't need it. But that was all that we had for probably about 40 years. And the compounding gives us that opportunity to make something from a natural, um, meaning plant based, um, that mimics the human body a little bit closer than all of the synthetics. So about three years ago, we decided that to be good at both of them was really, really challenging. So we decided that we wanted to just focus on the compounding and be good at that and let CVS and Target and all of the other pharmacies take over the regular prescriptions and, and we would just focus on the compounds. So that's what we've been doing. And it's it's I can't imagine going back to the other way. I would never go back to a retail pharmacy or being a retail pharmacist because I love the fact that. I can sit down and talk to patients about their hormones, or I can talk to them about their pet's prescription. I have the time, I have the availability, and I have the knowledge that I can fill in some blanks of things that maybe people don't think about. And hormones has been just one of those roads that has, it's just kind of paved itself. So I I love doing it. I love talking about it because it comes into play with so many different things. So in my spare time, I'm a group fitness director or not director, um, instructor. So I teach group fitness at a, and thanks to you and posting something on Facebook about precision nutrition, I'm actually pursuing the nutrition credentialing as Love well. It. There you just, go.
0: yeah.
1: It's kind of the, um, the full package thing because mm-hmm. you can't just fix your hormones. You have to, make all kinds of little, maybe micro adjustments, but you need to make these adjustments to make it a better general health for everybody. Right. And that that includes diet and exercise and your hormones and, and everything. So that's where my focus has kind of been. And I, again, love to talk about it um, because I think so many people can benefit from it, You know, even if it's just a minor thing. Right. it can make a huge difference. So
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I love the fact that, and I think one thing that I've gravitated towards custom care with is, is the idea, with, which is our philosophy, is that everyone is unique and everyone, you know, a one-size-fits-all doesn't work, right? And so for us, right, you know, with the personal training model, right, everyone comes in and gets their own personal program based off of their goals and what they're looking to achieve what maybe for example previous injuries that they may have things like that um and similar right with you guys you're sitting down with each client and saying okay like what is it exactly that you need what are things going on? and we're not going to just give you some generic that you know Susie down the road is getting as well like you're getting something specific to you because ultimately that's what's going to be best for you
1: exactly and I love that we have that ability to I mean it's in our name it's custom it's customized for each person um, because like what you said, what's good for the one person might not be good for another person. So, right. and we have that ability to be able to sit down and discuss it and you're not rushed and you get, um, you feel comfortable with yeah. talking. I I would like to think I'm pretty easy to talk to. So yeah. I, think it, <laughs> Absolutely. I think it helps a lot that way.
0: Yeah. So, so my first question, and I'm sure... Like people, people know hormones, right? Like they, they hear the term hormone, they hear, you know, uh, you know, um, thyroid hormone or, or testosterone or like estrogen, things like that. But like, I don't know if people maybe fully understand, like, what is a hormone and like what, what role does it play in the human body? And then more importantly, and kind of like a second question to that is what role do hormones play with like overall health and wellness and fitness and, and things like that?
1: So in the true definition a hormone is a chemical messenger. So basically it takes a message from one part of your body to another part of your body. And the first thing like what you said is people always think of with hormones is we automatically think of moody women and their estrogen levels. And that that's when you go oh it's it's her hormones you know yeah. she's <laughs> she's not in a good mood because of her hormones but it goes so beyond that because yeah, you have estrogen and you have progesterone and you have testosterone and men and women have all of those hormones. They just have different degrees of it. And then you have the adrenal hormones, which are like DHEA and cortisol. And yes, cortisol has a bad name as well, but it has its benefits too. And then even beyond that, you have melatonin, you have insulin, you have thyroid. There are so many different ones and they they coined a phrase years ago, they call it the hormone symphony or, or um, there's another one and I can't remember, oh, the hormone web because everything is attached and if one thing is not working quite right, it's gonna affect absolutely everything else. Maybe not super noticeable, but it could be significant if you make a slight adjustment to, whether it's your progesterone or your thyroid or something like that, it will affect everything to find that balance. Um, Not that everything was perfect when we were in our twenties, but when we were in our twenties, you know, that's where everything is. What we would, I wouldn't say normal, but I would say optimized. That's where all of your hormone levels are exactly where they're supposed to be. And that's what we kind of try to achieve is definitely not to be in our twenties again, but the same kind of feeling, you know, so you can, go to bed at a reasonable hour and you can wake up at a reasonable hour and you want to go exercise and you want to watch what you eat and you want to watch your weight and all of that. So ultimately that's what we're trying to achieve with the hormone balance. Um, and it definitely all interplays, you know, you have, um, like if you don't have a good night's sleep, there's studies that show that you can possibly gain weight because you're not getting a reasonable night's sleep. And that has to do with your cortisol production. And, you know, if you don't have a high enough cortisol, you're going to have low energy. But if you have too high of a cortisol because you've stressed it out, you're going to gain weight. So it's and the big thing with cortisol is making sure you get a full eight hours of restful sleep. So then when you talk about it with fitness and with general health and diet and, I mean if we think about what we're exposed to on a day-to-day basis um the big the big key phrase probably five ten years ago was bpa there's bpa in everything it's in the plastic it's in you know they line cans with it all of that well somebody somewhere finally did some studies on it and found that it's a hormone disruptor so it throws off your estrogen levels and it actually they were using it um, to coat the lining of formula cans. And so they were having all of these infants with like like they were going through puberty, like they were just having all of their sex organs were being affected in a way that they should not be. So they finally put it together that it's BPA. So that's why for the longest time we saw, you know, buy your plastic bottles with no BPA and, you know, no BPAs and anything. So that we've kind of, done and, and, and remedied and taken out and removed and things like that. But one of the ways to help your body fight that is to exercise on a regular basis. You know, you if you have more fat cells or maybe not more, but bigger fat cells than what you want to have, um, those fat cells will continue to produce higher levels of estrogen. And then that estrogen with the higher levels is going to cause you to gain more weight and hold on to fluid and all of that. So it's this big vicious cycle with too much estrogen causes weight gain, um, and then you're not going to want to exercise. But if you simply go and exercise, that is going to help your body burn through that estrogen and and reduce the size of the fat cells, and then reduce the amount of estrogen that your body is producing. So it's it's a web, it's a symphony. Everything goes together. So. It's trying to figure out where to start with how to get everything uh, again optimized, not not normal because there is no such thing as normal. There's right. you know, optimized for you.
0: Yeah, so. absolutely. No, and that's and that's great, and and that's you know one of the reasons why you know I wanted to bring you on. And one of the things that we often talk about, right? You know, I've I've you know interviewed on the podcast uh, a friend of mine who's a dietitian because you know obviously diet is, is plays a huge role, and and you know we're interviewing other you know, health and wellness professionals, other trainers, things like that, because, you know, it's, it is all connected. Right. And so it's, um, but that brings up a great point. You said, you know, like, where do I start? So what does it like, if somebody came to you guys and said, Hey, like, I, I, I don't know, I just don't feel right. Like I, I maybe I'm extra tired or I just don't feel like I have a lot of energy or maybe I'm, I'm moody or whatever it may be. Like, what does the process look like for you guys in terms of like analyzing someone on their hormone levels and figuring out what that looks like?
1: Well, I like to start simple and then um, dig deeper if we need to. Sometimes all that people need is just to supplement a little bit. You know, um, I am a strong believer in a B complex. You know, all you need to do is take that B complex and that will probably help get your energy levels up. Um, And by getting your energy levels up during the day, then maybe you're going to sleep better at night. So that might just fix a lot of the problems with that. So I like to think that if we can start with supplements and, and maybe, you know, kind of looking at diet and, you know, of course the big thing that we're all saying right now is avoid processed foods, Mm -hmm. lower your sugars. I'm not saying don't eat them. I'm just saying limit them because that has a plays a big effect in in everything, weight, right. mood, everything. So we kind of start with that, but the general population, they want an instant fix. Everybody wants to feel better now, not, right. not in a couple of weeks or something like that. So what we do is, is I do a saliva kit, a saliva test. Um, you can go and have a blood test done as well. A blood test will test for all of the hormone that's circulating in your body. And that includes what's called free um, hormone and bound hormone. So hormones um, basically don't float very well in the blood because hormones are like an oil, I guess you could call it, and your bloodstream is primarily water. So for them to circulate, they need to bind up with a protein to get to where they need to get to. So when you do a blood test, it's going to show all of your hormones, whether they're bound and, or whether they're free, the bound ones have a much harder time getting to the receptor site or getting to the area where it's needed. Um, Because if you think of it in terms of a hormone by itself is really small, and then you bind it to a protein and it becomes really big, it can't get into the little site that it needs to. So um, when you test for in the blood, you're going to get all of the hormone and not all of it might be available to go where it needs to go. So what we do is we do a saliva test and the saliva will show the free unbound hormone. So it gives you more of a, um, a picture of where your hormone levels are accurately. And I, and I'm not saying that a blood test is not accurate because it, it is, it's just the analogy that I give is a blood test looks at the forest and the saliva test looks at one tree. Um, and then that way we can focus on that one tree. So usually what we will sit down and we'll chat about all of the symptoms that somebody might be having. Um, the majority of the people that I talk to are either perimenopausal or premenopausal women. Occasionally I'll have a man come in and the only reason he's come in is because his wife has drugged him in. Because. <laughs> I've decided that um, men are these silent sufferers and they're like, I'm fine. I'll be fine. It'll get better. Whereas yeah. women are typically more, this is not right. This is not how I should feel and I need to fix this. So, yeah. but like I said, a majority of them are women who are just starting kind of you know, they have young kids, they work, now they're doing everything from home and they're doing all the Zoom calls and they've noticed that yes, their energy levels are lower or they're starting to have hot flashes or they're noticing pounds, you know, just creeping Mm -hmm. in, You know, like one pound here, one pound there. And it's not significant, but it's like, huh, my clothes don't fit quite as well as I like them to. Um, maybe their cycle is off, maybe they can't sleep, you know, all of these different things. So we do a saliva test to determine where everything is because typically mainstream practitioners, if you go into your doctor and say, oh, I'm having hot flashes, their first instinct is to put you on an estrogen. Um, 95% of those women don't necessarily need an estrogen. You know, they have plenty of estrogen, they just need some progesterone. And that's what the saliva test does is it determines where your levels are, um, and then sitting down and chatting with them and kind of getting a feel for what their primary concerns are, where their life is right now, you know, what they expect from it. And then we send off the kit, the lab analyzes the um, levels, and then sends me the results. And I take that information along with all of the information that we chatted about. And I do a report. um, And I've been told that it's a little overwhelming, because there's, there's a lot of information in it, yeah. <laughs> and I usually and that you sit down with either a big cup of coffee or if it's in the evening, a big glass of wine, and <laughs> and just you know maybe read a little bit at a time because there is really a lot of information, and we're actually learning more and more information every day about hormones and and what affects it and what has a positive benefit and what has a negative benefit. So. And then after we get those results and we get the okay from the doctor to go ahead and do it we compound up whatever hormones their test and the patient and i decided that they should probably benefit and majority of them women just need a little bit of progesterone and that's it because they're just not making as much as they once were and they just need to balance everything out with the progesterone so right right yep yeah, that's that's it in a nutshell i mean yeah. i could go I could keep going. <laughs> yeah, no, no,
0: that's that's awesome. And I, I, I love your passion for it. Um, so do you find that that's kind of like for, for most of, of, like, let's say your female clients, that, that kind of the low levels of progesterone are, it's, it's kind of like maybe this, I don't wanna say the standard, but what you see the most of, or is there like something yeah. that you see the most of? Okay, yeah.
1: That, that, that is a big part of it. And the reason being, and, and I'll try and keep it as, as not yucky and straightforward as possible. (laughs) Um, When women hit usually mid to late thirties, their progesterone levels definitely start to drop. Um, So to take a step back, all of your hormones come from cholesterol. So you have cholesterol and then cholesterol, depending on where it circulates to in your body, it's converted to different hormones. So obviously in men, more of it's converted to testosterone and in women, more of it's converted to estrogen and progesterone. Um, the big source of the progesterone is basically from the ovaries. So when you are going through your monthly cycle and your, um, the ovary releases the egg, there's, um, the shell that the egg is in is called the corpus luteum and the corpus luteum is what starts releasing the progesterone levels basically every month your body is trying to get everything ready for pregnancy so the egg is traveling down the fallopian tube and the corpus luteum is releasing the progesterone to build up the endometrial tissue in preparation for a fertilized egg so you can have a a healthy pregnancy we're born, women are born with a finite number of eggs. So at a certain point, your, your body is gonna try and go through that process, but there's not gonna be an egg to release. So there's not gonna be a corpus luteum. So you're gonna get lower progesterone levels. And that's why when you hit, usually it's mid to late 30s, sometimes it's, it's early 40s, your cycle gets weird, it gets heavier, it gets shorter. Um, maybe it's more painful, maybe you have more mood swings. Um, depression, anxiety, sleep gets worse, hot flashes could come in and all of that. Typically it's, it's because your progesterone levels have dropped. Um, We kind of like to call it estrogen dominance because you still have plenty of estrogen. You just don't have as much progesterone to balance it out. So if I had to choose a number, I would say probably of the saliva tests that I do for premenopausal women, 90% of them are low progesterone. And then on top of that, you, you also are at a stressful point in your life because you know your kids might be getting older, maybe they're still young and you're, you're burning the candle at both ends basically. Yeah. So what happens then is your body requires more cortisol. And so you are re- asking your adrenal gland to make you more cortisol and your body can only keep up with it because your cortisol is your stress hormone. And nowadays with everything the way that it is, why I only watch the news once or twice a week because it, it's everything is stressful. I mean, and it starts to tax your cortisol levels, and your adrenal gland tries to keep up for a long time, and then eventually it can't, and your cortisol levels drop. So what happens is your body does what they call the progesterone steal, and will take progesterone and will convert it to cortisol to try and offset the stress or the low cortisol levels. And unfortunately, you only end up depleting your progesterone. So you end up with low progesterone and low cortisol. So now you're moody and depressed and you can't sleep or you're stressed. So you have all of these different things going on. So what we try to do first is address the progesterone, because if we can get the progesterone levels back to a reasonable level, then we can maybe relieve some of the stress as well. And, and progesterone is nice because it's a natural stress reliever. It's a natural anti-anxiety. So I mean, for most of the women out there who've been pregnant, you're pretty calm when you're pregnant, you know, because your body is flooded with progesterone. So it, it does have a calming effect. So that's what we're kind of trying to achieve with, with the saliva test. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And it, that's, 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 I think, going back to that point about stress, right? Like that's one thing that yeah, my wife and I have stopped watching the news and, and all that <laughs> stuff as well. Cause you're like, this, this is just ridiculous right now. Right. It's just, but um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's interesting to think that it's, it's ultimately kind of just like this vicious cycle where your, your, your body, like I tell people all the time, like your body's a really good compensator, which isn't always a good thing, right? Like your body will find the best, like it won't find necessarily the best way to do it or the most efficient way. It'll just find a way to do it. Right. And so it's right. like, hey, I'm finding a way to, to get cortisol and I'm going to do it by stealing some other stuff and, and whatnot. So that's, that's crazy. Um, So awesome. And, and I wanted, like I said, I wanted to touch on this because I, I think that it's often something that people don't think about, right? And I think another thing that people don't think about, or we kind of do, but but not really, and I, and I know you, you've got a lot of knowledge on these as well, is kind of vitamins. And especially now, right, when you know, immunity and and trying to boost immunity and things like that, things like that are are at an all time high. What, like, let's, let's talk a little bit about vitamins in terms of like, and I know you touched on a little bit, like with a B pack and things like that, but like, what do you recommend? What are you finding that people are often most deficient in? Um, like if you were to give me like two or three recommendations on vitamins, like what would they be?
1: So definitely a B complex. That's always number one on my list. Um, And then I would have to go into the antioxidants um, because we, because of everything that's in the environment, because of all of the pollutants and things like that, that, you know, yes, we're working on trying to eliminate or reduce. Um, We need to do something to protect our cells, our mitochondrial health and all of that. So the big ones are vitamin E, um, really good antioxidant. And that can help a lot of women too. Like if they're just having the startings of hot flashes or night sweats, vitamin E is what they call a phytoestrogen. So it's a plant-based or like a plant-based that behaves like estrogen. So if you're starting to have the hot flashes and night sweats and maybe some mood swings and things like that, vitamin E 400 units, a lot of times can help with a lot of those symptoms. So I always recommend the vitamin E. Um, another really good antioxidant is vitamin C. Um, and it's not something that you just have to take during cold and flu season. Yeah, it helps. And maybe you increase your dose during cold and flu season to increase your immune response, but it's a good one to take every day just to protect yourself. And you have to be careful with vitamin C. Some people have really super sensitive stomachs. So I would say start with either a time release or just do 500 milligrams a day. I was actually reading on a study that said with the pandemic and everything, they were recommending a thousand milligrams twice a day. And in my opinion, that's a little high, especially for um, your stomach. So I think that anything that you can get, if it's 500 milligrams once a day or twice a day, that's beneficial as well. And then the other one that you really are hearing so much about is vitamin D. Um, Vitamin D is a, it's considered a chemical messenger as well. Um, It's also considered a pro hormone, um, but we don't get enough of it nowadays because we're so good with sunscreen because we slather on the sunscreen to prevent skin cancer. And that's our primary source of vitamin D is the sun. Um, if you can sit outside in the sun, peak hours, you know, from 10 AM until probably 4 PM for 10 or 15 minutes with a short sleeve shirt on, you're going to get enough vitamin D that you're probably going to, it's going to boost your levels and you'll be at a reasonable level. Um, there are some people that have really super low levels and there's some people that they like to be able to monitor how much vitamin D they're getting. So in that case, then I would recommend one to 5,000 units a day. Um, depending on where you're at, it used to be thought that you had to be very careful with your vitamin D because it's fat soluble and you can overdose on it very easily. They've actually changed their thinking on that because majority of people are so low in vitamin D levels. They say, go ahead and take a 5,000 unit for maybe a month or two to boost your levels, and then drop down to a maintenance of a thousand units a day, and that's sufficient. You can get vitamin D in foods too, so you can also do it that way if you don't want to take a vitamin. But right. some people just like to know exactly how much they're getting. So sure,
0: sure.
1: Yeah, those are my big ones. I think there there's probably other ones like fish oil and um, zinc, and you know, um, there's a lot out there right now about quercetin, um, and then of course you could also go probiotics and prebiotics, but the the B-complex, the E, the C, and the D are my kind of go-tos.
0: I got you. No, very cool. And then what about, like, what are your thoughts on, like, a multivitamin? Because um, that's that's a question that we get a lot of is, like, you know, like, what supplement should I take, right? You know, everyone everyone hears you know you know or even just kind of has those old school thoughts like oh, okay like i need to be on a protein supplement i need to be on creatine i need especially like especially the youth athletes that they work that yeah. we work with right they're on youtube all the time they're seeing all this stuff so i have to like back them down a little bit but um our adults as well right it's like okay like what other things should i supplement so one of the things we get out uh, often is like hey okay should i be on a fish supplement should i be on like a multivitamin like and i've heard like you know from people and maybe this is just like a, a you know we'll call it bro science um you know i have often heard like women being recommended on even if you're not looking to get pregnant like taking like a prenatal and things like that like so like from a multivitamin standpoint what are your thoughts on that type of stuff
1: absolutely i think we could all do really well with a multivitamin the problem you run into with a multivitamin is um yeah it's best to take it first thing in the morning um And a lot of people, you know, are nowadays doing intermittent fasting or they're not eating in the morning and that multivitamin will tear up your stomach. So maybe you, if you have a morning smoothie, you get a multivitamin powder um, and add that to your smoothie or, you know, like the super greens or something like that. It's, there are hardly, there are very few people in the world who get enough vitamins and minerals from their foods. I mean, Vitamin C is a perfect example. It's an essential amino or essential vitamin because we can't make it ourselves. Dogs can, but humans can't. So we have to get it from an outside source. And the same is true for some of the other vitamins and minerals that our bodies need. Like we never get enough magnesium from anything. And magnesium is another one of those that they're finding- has more and more benefits. So if you just take a multivitamin or throw some multivitamin powder into your smoothie,
0: that's a great place to start. Do you have a recommendation for like a brand?
1: No, you know, I'm, I really don't. Um, I, at the pharmacy, we carry a brand called Pure Encapsulations and it's called that because that's what it is. It doesn't have gluten. It doesn't have soy. It doesn't have, you know, all of the fillers that you need and everything. And it's a very good vitamin line. It's a little expensive, um, for the, for the general population. So I say, just find one that you like. If you go to Costco, Costco usually has pretty good ones. Centrum is always a really good one. Um, just, you know, find the one, because they're going to be the same, basically, from brand to brand, as far as what they carry, what's in them. Um, just find one that you like,
0: um, that you feel comfortable with. So. Sure. Absolutely. Awesome. Perfect. So I think, um, yeah, I think we're going to kind of start to wrap this up a little bit. I appreciate your time and I want to be respectful for, sure. of, of that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so like, I think we'll quickly recap, right. I think, um, we would both agree that maybe the best part, best place to start, if someone is feeling, um, like maybe a little bit low on energy or maybe their hormones may be off, right? Starting with kind of exercise and nutrition um, is, is kind of the best place to start. Um, and then if they feel like they need to go see, let's seek somebody out. Let's, let's say they wanna go see, you know, custom care and, and, and meet you in person and do a saliva test. What is the best way for them to get a hold of you um, to do something like that?
1: Um, probably just call the pharmacy directly um and the phone number is 925-830-4631 um I am there I feel like every day but if I'm not there (laughs) you can also just leave a message and I can call you back um it it is more challenging with the pandemic because the pharmacy is still observing the shelter in place so we have the doors locked but the really nice thing about that is I can let you in, we can sit down and I can lock the door so we won't get interrupted. So it's, it's, it's working out very well in my favor for the saliva tests, but, um, if you just want to feel it out, just give me a call and we can kind of go over it over the phone, you know, it takes a few minutes. The um, the consultation, usually I allow about an hour or so because I, I, I want to make sure that you have enough time to ask any questions that you might feel like asking. And then that way I can explain everything without being rushed as well.
0: Awesome. Perfect. So, yeah, so if you guys are interested, um, you know, uh, in, 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 Seeing and Jill, right. Custom care compounding in San Ramon is the place to go. Um, also, if you have questions about vitamins, if, if uh, you need to, you know, vitamins and things like that, definitely give them a, a, a checkout as well. Um, but with that being said, we're going to wrap it up. Um, once again, my name is Andrew Hamill and this is Prodigy Simply Fit podcast, and I will see you all next week. All right. Thank you guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Prodigy's Simply Fit. If you're a busy adult in the Tri-Valley and you're looking to lose weight, get stronger, and have more energy, we would love to help. If you're confused and overwhelmed with the amount of information regarding fitness and nutrition that's out there, we can simplify the process for you. Head over to our website at we r prodigycom to get started today. On this episode of Prodigy Simply Fit Podcast, I sit down with Laura Howard. Laura's been a member of ours here at Prodigy for about two years now. She's a busy mom, she's a working professional, and she is absolutely crushing it with consistency. She talks about her three tips to make sure that you stay consistent and that you finally crush your fitness goals. So if you're somebody who's struggling to jump on the fitness journey, you definitely have to give this a listen. On this episode of Prodigy Simply Fit Podcast, I sit down with Dave Veeler. Dave has been a member of ours here at Prodigy for about six months now. As an athlete growing up, Dave was always into fitness, but as he got older, life got in the way. He became a dad, he became a busy working professional, and he put his health on the back burner. And it wasn't until a couple of years ago when he had a near-death experience that it really kind of sunk into him that he needed to invest in his health. So sit back and enjoy this episode of Prodigy's Simply Fit.